Thanks for joining us as we unite humanity through stories of hope, connection, and community in the face of the global pandemic. We are all in this together, and we're glad you're here together with us. Thanks for taking a moment to like, subscribe, and follow The Pandemic Show on social media. G'day, and welcome to The Pandemic Show. Thanks for joining us as we transcend time and space to Saskatchewan, Canada where we're talking with the musicians and Prairie Sisters, Trish Cameron and Wendy Crawford. Trish, Wendy, thanks so much for joining. Thanks for hosting us. It's a pleasure and honor to speak to some Prairie Sisters. Can you tell us what was life like for the two of you in Saskatchewan before the pandemic? Well, musically, we were getting out and performing a lot, seeing musical friends, attending live music events, jamming, uh, spent a lot of time up at Jackfish Lake and other great holiday places. It was good. Saskatchewan is in so many ways a wonderful place to live. Yeah, we we were having a good time and you know it all yeah, it all shut down. Mm-hmm. We actually were our mom has a place down in the state so for like January, February, we were down there for a couple of months, but when we we just got home just as things were locking down. Mhm. Oh, wow. So you came back from the United States into Saskatchewan, March 2020, just before things were heating up. Oh, yeah. 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 It was a time of great uncertainty. You know, I've been following the fact that for decades, let's say, we're aware that a pandemic, especially in a super contacted world where there's all this traveling going on, was a distinct possibility. So when I heard about the early stages of it in January, it's like, okay, here we go. So I wasn't that surprised. I was just very grateful that we were left the States like March 3rd and got back to Canada. So you get back to Saskatchewan and what was it like there? I know in Ontario, it was basically a lockdown. You could go from your house to the grocery store, you just stay home. Just the streets were empty. It was a very bizarre feeling to go anywhere at all. And we were lucky enough to have two households to be able to go between. And and a lot of people were in one household. That was it. They didn't get to go anywhere. It sounds like Saskatchewan is no different than Ontario. We've gone through some lockdowns, some opening ups. There's these waves. Are you dealing with variants there? The variant is on fire in Regina. And Regina and now Moose Jaw, which are south of Saskatoon, they're kind of in a bad way. Now they're locking down, but it's been a series of like such frustration because the, the narrative was we've got to save our economy. It's over a year now. And we're not anywhere near at the end of the tunnel. It had been taken for that short, necessary time. Now we're hoping that we outrun the variants with our vaccine program. Very similar to here in Ontario. It is alarming, even with the vaccines, which, you know, are a great comfort and I can't wait to get mine. Hopefully a Moderna, because I believe Dolly Parton was involved with that one. But there's still so much uncertainty for the 2021 year. It makes me think of your song, The Great Wall which came out in August. 
They say it will be safer to separate us all. So build a wall for freedom and fight another war. What was behind the Great Wall when you wrote it? Well, it started out just thinking about structures and things that have been built in the world that are like really, you know, like the marvels of the world. It started out with that first line, just just like like the Great Wall of China. There's so much between us, miles and miles of difference and miles and miles of stone. So it's about the separation of people over any number of things like how they feel about the pandemic, how they feel about absolutely anything, right? And it separates people. And the only way that you can actually get rid of that wall between people is the power of love. That was sort of the essence of the song. Then Trish came up with some lines about, apparently Microsoft had a, (laughs) I hope I'm not getting into trouble here, but (laughs) back in the day, they had that line about rumors, lies, and stories. And Uh, actually fear, uncertainty, and doubt. doubt, FUD. And it was sort of used in marketing. It's like, you better keep up your Windows operating system, the newest and best and that kind of thing, or everything will fail and blah, blah, blah. Even before the pandemic, Great Wall was very pertinent because they were actually talking about building real walls, you know, that don't work. And just all of the, some people call it the era of post-truth, right? Where there's like all of this lies and misleading and conspiracies and that kind of thing. We really need to get back to, to love. And ironically, during the pandemic, we can show love by being separate, right? Like, I love (laughs) you so much. I care about my community so much. I'm actually willing to wear the mask, to stay home as much as possible. Together, we're stronger. Hallelujah. I really identify with that. And that's kind of the approach my family's taken. But there, there seems to be some lost souls, some confused people out there. It seems like when you started your your musical journey in 2019 together, you released a Christmas song. It was awesome. Very upbeat. Then you went in to August with Indigo Delight, the love song. Then The Great Wall, which is still a story of hope. And my favorite song of all, we can talk about this later, is I Want a Song, written and inspired by Jackfish Lake, Saskatchewan. But then more recently, Dark Road just came out in March. Mm -hmm. And in Dark Road, you write, you can call the lies the truth now, you can say wrong is right. I think that's exactly what you're you're speaking to right now. Yeah. Throughout human history, obfuscation, misleading, manipulation, and trying to gain power is, you know, it's always been uh, present. But in my lifetime, I've never seen the kind of conspiracy theories and lies and everything. And it's cost people their lives. That's very, mm-hmm. very serious. So I think as we connect with each other, we can feel that more solid ground of the human truth, you know, turn off the media and the interests that want to grab our attention and focus on what is really before us. And like your show is doing, yeah, which I really appreciate the format of your show and what you're doing. We are so fortunate to have two knowledgeable Prairie Sisters here with us today on the Pandemic Show, working to unite humanity, to spread the love, Your lyrics are so powerful as we are in these troubled times. It's almost like we'll need a truth and reconciliation program. I have a a friend that I grew up with. We went to high school and this person has taken a pretty radical false truth narrative, quick to say slanderous things about people. Is it the loneliness? Is it that those people, they've succumbed to the poison of hatred and FUD? We're happy that everybody's here with us today on the Pandemic Show, judgment-free 
all of our brothers and sisters. Hopefully we can help help them come back to some level of sanity with our love and our forgiveness. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's so important and so necessary right now. And and the healing, I mean, people, everybody in their life experiences hurts, but it's funny how there's certain people out there. I mean, because of uh, social media and all the accessibility that we have, but there's these whole programs and things that they're, they're sowing those seeds of, you know, hatred and separation and keep people apart that, you know, divide and conquer really. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's why we have, we have a great wall that needs to be torn down in our own community between people who are trying to work for the collective good to support public health, to make sure all yeah. of us get through this. And then these other people who are, are lost yeah. and buying into the strong will survive. Yeah. I review memes on the internet. I saw one Margaret Mead said, you know, a civilized society by when you look at their remains of the people from that society, you see mended bones and you mm-hmm. see that the other people in the society helped them and took care of them. They didn't get eaten by a mountain lion or a dinosaur or whatever was going on. I wonder how we can mend these mental health broken bones. Is it like deprogramming an ISIS fighter? And that's why I'm glad you're here at the pandemic show where all are welcome to dip their toe in mental health wellness and love and compassion. Maybe even take a deep dive. Starting with oneself, right? Because if you don't have peace and that space for forgiveness and acceptance in yourself, how can you give that to the world? And there's so much things like all you have to do is do a little Twitter scrolling and you can be furious, right? So avoiding that. And, and Wendy and I have been so grateful to have songwriting. We may never have had the kind of concentrated time to do our album, for example, if the pandemic hadn't come along. And music has, some people say magic is the ability to transform energy at will. And that is often what, music does right it does you put on a song and you're tired and everything and all of a sudden you're dancing around or something very ethereal and loving it can bring tears to your eyes when you you know get in touch with the more tender emotions so i think music has got a real healing space and so many people have been missing live music so much Mm -hmm. when the pandemic is in our rearview mirror Let's hope that we even get more chances to get together around music and and share that energy together and become unified by the art. Even if you, you know, spend a little bit of time by yourself, you can start to feel like, oh, you know, as the more love that we can spread, like even on social media, you know, a lot of times I'll find myself giving little messages of hope and love to people that you care about. I think small things make big differences. That's Mm -hmm. what I really think. And even in your day, you know, if you can somehow get to that level of appreciation for what you still have, Mm. because we've lost so much in terms of, you know, being able to get together and the freedom of movement and plans and travel and all those things. But somehow gratitude really does help lift your idea of, you know, I still have this and I still have those people I can talk to. And then also remembering to reach out and, you know, like all the ways we can communicate with people now today through all, all the different platforms, make sure we're using them. We've never been better prepared for a pandemic in so many ways. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even on keeping up with the information of what's happening with vaccines and the spread and what the numbers are, that can become, it can be for good or bad, right? You can get completely swirled into that and pulled down, but you can also be happy that you are informed and that that gives you a way to take positive action. Mm-hmm. And even something like board games, because we have this little (laughs) bubble, right? We've gotten into some board games, which we had not played since we were probably like 12. And just that's very communal, very different than sitting in a video game, just with your poor little thumbs and and nobody else. (laughs) And uh, so that's kind of having a boom and restoring those kind of socializing activities that were part of our childhood and now are making a comeback with many people. So hopefully that will stay because it's really fun to play games with people. Another thing I think that has been really important for us is getting outside and walking. Mm -hmm. You can still do that. You know, we're really, really lucky that we've got like, like three parks within the area that we live in. Those have been just an absolute godsend. Like they've really helped getting outside. You feel different. The minute you walk outside, you feel different. And I, I just think that's such a thing, a really important thing to remember. Mm-hmm. There's there's so many people that are trapped indoors in high density situations like our yeah. glo- the global cities. And mm-hmm. there's growing concern about nature deficit disorder before the pandemic. I think you raise a really astute point and it leads me to my favorite song so far of your work. I mean, all of them, such big ideas with the wall, like how our communities are divided and how can we heal them and break down barriers, like so many powerful ideas, but Your song, I Want a Song, and I believe it was inspired by Jackfish Lake, Saskatchewan. Can you drink out of Jackfish Lake? You can, but you probably shouldn't. (laughs) Okay. Um, Actually, I have probably in my time, because we've been going to it since I was like two or three years old, I probably drunk gallons of Jackfish (laughs) Lake water. Not on purpose. Perfectly healthy. Water is so sacred. Everybody needs it. It's quite a shallow lake. Generally eight feet deep with some with some twenty feet depths. Yeah, yeah, it's a prairie lake. It's got a sand bottom. It like, is a imagine beautiful... like you just walk in like and it's spring fed, so it's constantly renewing and that kind of thing. We have noticed some differences though with climate change, like the fury of the storms that we get now far outweigh anything in my lifetime where waves will blow up from the lake and splash on the front window of your cabin, for example. It looks like the ocean. But yeah, it's a very magical place, a lovely place. Saskatchewan, surprisingly, is home to many, many freshwater lakes. We've got a large proportion of the world's fresh water. Don't tell anybody, though. <laughs> yeah. but, I love your line that water is sacred. I feel uh-huh. the same way. I really do. And I feel very protective of it Mm -hmm. and it is a beautiful lake and it was yeah it's been actually we wrote our first song on the deck watching the lake the the ice melt off of the lake Uh, sitting with a ukulele and all of a sudden we wrote this uh real tearjerker I I just started playing the chords and Trish ran into the bedroom and just came back with an entire song it was kind of amazing I'm blown away by the lyrics I want a song where the where the words are a garden. I want a song that's easy to sing. Well, I put my hand up on that one for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I want a song smooth as a pebble, the, like the first breath of spring, words like windows. Each one of those phrases, powerful metaphors, silence in the storm. May the song bring world peace, end all grief, and be a gift like a seed. 
wonderful writing on that song and the musical accompaniment Saskatchewan I've never been there it's incredible you think of like I don't know it's just like one big flat area no you know you have the Cypress Hills which is incredible you have almost mountainous and great big waterfalls and everything up in the north yeah just uh, really a beautiful province even in the winter we started out this winter with a horrific storm that really brought Saskatoon to a grinding halt for days. They couldn't plow it out. And I got out on my cross-country skis and went all over the neighborhood. It was like <laughs> peaceful, like something out of Dr. Zhivago. That was really cool. And we just had another storm, a horrific storm here with like 80 mile an hour, 80 kilometer winds and that kind of thing. So I don't know. There's something cozy about being inside and knowing you don't need to go to work the next day. (laughs) It's good to know that the winds are getting excessive in your area, too. It's not just here. I was appalled recently when the Federal Conservative Party said that it doesn't exist. It makes me worried. Well, they need to listen to your album. They need to listen to your album because the words are windows into yeah. a better future. Oh, we hope they do. And yeah. we would love to be able to tour and meet people again because there is really nothing as yeah. fun as connecting with a live audience. It just lifts your music up to an area, you know, a level of energy that you could never achieve in front of your computer at home. <laughs> We've been doing musical snacks. And last week we had Nelson Sabrell from Toronto. He, you can do open mics at the Painted Lady in Toronto if if you're up for it. Any Monday night at eight, you can go oh, on their social media fun. and do an open mic. But he made the same comment, and all the musicians we've talked to have made the comment that just that energy mm-hmm. created, whether yeah. it's inside, outside, but with an audience and the yeah. band. I, I don't know how to explain it, but it's the music sends the love into the audience and then the audience moving around and responding to the love of the music shoots it back like a Care Bear countdown at the band. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> you know, they say that musicians, when they're jamming together and it's really going well, their brainwaves actually sync up together. You, you become like this superpower together. And you can feel that in an audience when, you know, you're both really connecting. So they're like the battery, you know, that powers these, mm-hmm. these higher experiences in music. Oh, wow. Yeah. Can I ask what, what other languages do you speak? I do French and Spanish, but it's mostly in the literary sense, reading and that kind of thing. And then we do songs in those other languages. Yeah. So you mm-hmm. can read in three languages. Yeah. Powerful. Can. I can read a bit of French. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. More musical things, too, because especially Spanish music the lyrics and feeling and of and of course the rhythms and melodies and everything but particularly the lyrics are so profoundly emotional whereas sometimes anglo-saxon type (laughs) music right is a little bit more restrained and so it was really inspiring for love songs for example indigo delight and we're going to be recording another one very soon called bolero which is like all you know, stops pulled out and really going for that Latin lover thing. I enjoy Indigo Delight, a delight in your embrace, your lips on my lips, we speak without a sound. Fantastic. And that Spanish music feel like, was there flamingo? The guitar work kind of. Yeah, a very Brazilian. I took actually, Trish and I have gone to a music camp in BC for many years and I took a Brazilian music guitar course at the camp and got this sort of Brazilian uh, bossa rhythm. 
And it's had a huge influence on us. <laughs> it's so tempting to play a lot of stuff in that style. It really goes to the hips. Then the, the yeah, hips oh, start yeah, moving in a different way than some traditional British Canadian yeah. sounds and lyrics. River dance. I, I like it made me think of the contradiction of time when you wrote about how time moves so slow when you're with someone that's important. Yeah. Also, at other times it seems to go so fast. You have to be in different places at different times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is yeah. true. Your mother really influenced your music. Could you please? I know all of our parents influence our journeys and how we walk on the earth. Could you share with us how your mother influenced? this thought-provoking album? She had music on all day long, back in the day, and it was a wide variety. Both of our parents actually come from kind of musical backgrounds. Our father's family was from Russia, and apparently one of our great-grandfathers had a choir, and the choir performed for the Tsar. Oh, wow. (laughs) I know that's so bizarre. And our mother's family, they held at home, like they were first generation pioneers and they had a musical community that they created. Our uncle played upright bass. Our My aunts on my dad's side played guitar. We have pictures of them on the running board of, a, of an old car with their two guitars and they were sisters doing that. So it's kind of like a family tradition that we've come up through, but we listened to everything. And our father loved the Carter family, like heavy duty Western stuff. And our mom loved uh, Mancini and opera and show tunes and the limelight. We grew up with music around us all the time and two parents that love to sing. And we all got, you know, musical lessons. Wendy took piano and violin and the school we went to, Saskatchewan has a very interesting musical history. There's some really key figures in the province. David Kaplan, who has passed away now, but he began the the music program at the U of S, but he went all over the province and connected with musical educators and that. So our our province is still rife with music. We come by that fairly honestly. Our dad used to love to sing country and Western songs when we were on road trips and we would always hush him. (laughs) (laughs) Now we feel bad because we'd love to hear him sing those songs again, but music was very meaningful to us. We are now in the vaccination stage. The vaccine and the variants are running toe-to-toe. Some people say the variants might be getting ahead, at least in Ontario, where our numbers are going up more than when we had our second lockdown. What's next? The Dark Road just came out. Is is it a story of hope? Is there hope in that song? Well, I think naming the truth and calling these people out. You know, we've had, I mean, it began back in like more than four years ago with an unprecedented election in the States and then this swarming from Fox News and QAnon and all that kind of thing. But we've seen that in specifically in some provinces in Saskatchewan where certain types of government have played into the hands of all of this uh, conspiracy theory. You know, we're losing our civil liberties and freedom and all that kind of stuff. So it was cathartic to write that song because I was just calling it as I see it. (laughs) Darker than you realize paved with compromise and then later you say you have to be cruel to be kind naming the truth calling out 
this segment of our society that's been brainwashed and manipulated by a puppet master. There's clearly, you know, people behind this manipulation that are benefiting from brainwashing our brothers and sisters. It's alarming, but luckily, you're right. We have the weapon to deprogram them. We have music beautiful places so in dark road i actually didn't write it trish wrote that song but i feel it's sort of a warning too because i think that it just shows that the the path to corruption is start so so small and it's those little things the little steps that really draw you somewhere that you really never wanted to be it's sort of like an angle if you think of it there's a tiny angle that starts but if you keep following it at the vertices it's a small space but as you go out it gets larger and larger and it gets really scary powerful some of our other songs that are coming up on the album are another love song we have some other songs that are that are not i mean i think dark road is probably is dark road's not reflective of the entire album it's just the song no no it isn't it's probably the darkest song on the album but we did really fall in love with all of like the Latin feel of it and the driving percussion. I don't know. It just drove it home and it was, it was exciting to make. The whole recording process has been really exciting just to have a song go from on the paper, you know, our little performance and then be able to orchestrate it and arrange it and, and that kind of thing. That's been really exciting. And get it out to the people of the pandemic to get it into the ears of the minds that need it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Your songs are social commentary. They're politically astute yet artistically refined. Naming the truth, calling out people on the wrong path. It's a tough job. Nobody wants to do it. It's like being the minimum wage worker behind the cash register who's not seen as a priority worker for a vaccine. But she's the one that's got to tell the six foot angry person to put a mask on. Oh, yeah. That's tragic, isn't it? It just draw it boggles the mind. Yeah. It boggles the mind. Moving forward, what do you hope the world will be like when we are looking at COVID-19 in the rear view? What do you hope? Well, I would say that people tend to not learn or not change until they have to, just individually. And turning things around are going to take a long time. It was encouraging that the Supreme Court of Canada recognizes that climate change is real (laughs) and that we need a countrywide response to it. We can't count on these little piecemeal things or everybody going their own direction. That's a hopeful sign. The thing with certain voices are amplified. And so I always think, geez, you know, if the world was as, let's say, um, a white supremacist says it is, we wouldn't be safe to walk on the streets. But in fact, you go into, you know, a walk every day, And there's all these beautiful people you can stop and talk about each other's dogs and look at the birds and that kind of thing. So there's a lot of good people. I think that they really appreciate more than ever how we need each other. And hopefully that feeling of connectedness and personal inter-responsibility will predominate in the long run. And like you were talking about, a lot of things have been revealed very strongly Mm -hmm. that we can't just put back in a box someplace and pretend haven't happened. All of those signs would be, it's like, yeah, change is coming. It's probably going to be more gradual than we would like. You know, we should also all buckle our seatbelts because change is usually not a smooth ride. Well, I can't thank you enough for joining us here today as we work to unite humanity at the Pandemic Show. <laughs> thank, thank you, Dave. Dave. Thanks very awesome much. Very fun to talk to you. with you. Take care. Thanks for listening to The Pandemic Show. 
We're all in this together, and we're glad you're here together with us. Physically distance with us at pandemishow.com. Be a part of our community by subscribing to and sharing The Pandemic Show. Thanks for taking a minute to email an episode, share a link, or promote us on social media. Pandemic Show is on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. Stories from the pandemic for the people of the pandemic. Do you have an interesting pandemic story and want to share? Email us at pandemishow at gmail.com. Thanks to all our guests. Thanks to Giant Value for singing us in and letting us know everything is going to be all right. No one is alone at the pandemic show.